Hello and welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm Jazz Jervis, your host, founder of The Calm Compound, coach, wife, mum, and absolute advocate for living a high vibe and abundant life. This podcast is designed to give you the tools, the tips, the habits, the knowledge, and the lols to get you taking inspired action to living your life by design. One that sees you achieving, manifesting, aligning, and cultivating everything it is that you want without having to sacrifice the good stuff. So let's dive in. Hello, beautiful lady, and welcome back to another episode of the All That Jazz podcast. I am super excited about today's topic. I'm joined by Monica Yates, who I worked with in a one-on-one coaching capacity. She's incredible. She really introduced me to this whole concept of feminine energy. You know, when I first started working with her, I very much saw feminine energy as, I'm kind of ashamed to admit now, (laughs) um, you know, as weak and submissive. And now it it is such a huge part of my life. And especially my business. When I first started my business, I was a corporate lawyer. I worked in a really male-dominated industry, very, very masculine energy. I was very analytical, pros and cons list. You know, that was very much how I lived my life. And then I was introduced to this concept of feminine energy because truly I wasn't getting the results I wanted in my business and in my personal life. And while it might have looked like that on the outside... You know, I was I was overworking. I was I, I constantly worked. You know, I'd work all day uh, in my law job, and then I would come home and I would work all evening. I would work in my lunch break. I would work on the weekends because it was all of that masculine push. I very much attached my worth to my productivity, and I'm so excited for you to listen to our conversation because cultivating and learning about feminine energy and The balance between the two seriously changed both my personal life and also my business. So I'm excited for you to listen to this podcast episode. Also, I wanted to let you know that if you are a network marketer or you are in direct selling, anything like that, it doesn't need to be a doTERRA network marketing business. It can be something different. Then I would love for you to come and join my free Facebook group, okay? Authentic and Magnetic Online Business Strategy for Network Marketers. One thing that I've really found since COVID-19 hit is I'm just so passionate and so proud to be a network marketer. I love it. I love the freedom that it provides. It's, you know, it really was uh, what allowed me to to really expand my business into one-on-one coaching, into having a membership and group coaching. Like it truly is like, oh, I just feel more grateful than ever for my network marketing business. And I want to help you grow yours. So if you are in network marketing or in direct sales, please head to the link in uh, in the show notes. It's a totally free group. I do coaching in there. There's also free gifts for you as soon as you join as well. So head to the link in the show notes. I would love to have you. I look forward to coaching you and hearing more about your business, but enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the All That Jazz podcast. I am 
So excited for this episode because I have been working with this incredible human for the last (laughs) few months. Monica Yates is a period and women's brain expert. She has a really strong focus on the subconscious brain and the impact that that has on your body. And that is just what I've learned is how important that is because you can do a lot of the open quote work, close quote. But if you are not aware of your subconscious thoughts and your internal dialogue, what's going on on the inside, then all of the green juices in the world are not going to solve anything. She works with science, energy, and the body to help you uncover all of your answers. NLP certified, queen of feminine energy. She just does all the things and I've been working with her and I love it. It's been amazing. So welcome, Monica. Thanks for having me, Jazz. I love the name of the podcast, by the way, all that jazz. I'm just like, oh, yes. And I love jazz music. So I'm here for it. <laughs> well, it was actually Tom that came up with it. So oh, him. <laughs> him. Yeah. So we were just on a, on a live actually, and Monica yeah. was doing some card readings some tarot readings for yeah. all of her followers. And so we thought we'd start the podcast doing one for me. I know. I always thought like a really bad one. <laughs> Imagine if it's like, like some shit thing. I'll be like, hey, Rachel. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to do it for like you for February. All right. Hit me. Okay. Deep breath. Oh. This is very interesting just because of what we saw the other day in your psychic reading. Um, so you got the Knight of Elixirs. Mm-hmm. Notice the word. Mm. And then you got the, <laughs> the King um, of Coins. Okay. Okay. All so the they both fell out. Um, okay. So I'll do the um, King of Coins first because my coins are right here. Um, so I was going to pull one card, but two came out, so whatever. So, uh, yeah, King of Coins. So as a person, the King of Coins is realistic and shrewd and makes a name for themselves through their career of, ch- career of choice. They are a hard worker who takes a lot of pride in what they can accomplish, and they may be a little too stubborn at times and struggle to open up emotionally to the people close to them. As a situation, this card encourages you to be, rely- to be reliable for the people in your life who depend on you and lead by example. Your involvement in business matters is heightened and being realistic about your abilities will help new adventures. Keywords, realistic, stern, reliable, leadership, hard worker, and upper management. That's really interesting because um, I know we're talking about stuff like in our call, but so what I was saying on the live to everybody was that February is like all about abundance. There's like a lot of driving energy this month. And then March is all about the healing. So I was saying to everybody, you want to use the energy of February to like be investing in yourself or in like, and that doesn't have to be like in a coach that could be in like, I don't know, a new rental property. It could be in new furniture, like just something to like make you feel better about yourself and like feel like that next little version of you. And then March is really about like doing the inner child work. Um, and just with that one and whatnot for business this month, um, what was I going to say? Your business matters are really heightened. I mean, we were saying this on our call of like this week's just been fucking crazy for you in terms of like business and just going and doing, and it's been amazing. Um, so that just kind of reaffirms it, just making sure that you're not being too stubborn and that you're leading by example, you're still being reliable. I mean, uh, we're the same Enneagram type, but it's always that challenge of finding the balance between not being addicted to our jobs and then also like having that playtime. And um, 
I know you put on your story the other day of trying to have two days off a week, like I was saying. And like, I'm like, even that's like, it's Friday night. And I'm like, right, all my work has to be done before I go to bed tonight. So I can actually have Saturday and Sunday completely off. Like mm-hmm. no emails, no work, no writing, nothing. I can read, but like literally in my calendar for tomorrow is like watch a movie at 10 a.m. Like that's in my fucking calendar because I need that. Um, you know, otherwise, otherwise I just fill my day with fucking something. It's, yeah. you know, which I know you get. Okay. And then the night of elixirs. So as a person, the night of elixirs is romantic and loving and embodies chivalry. They appreciate beautiful things and a- approach everything in life delicately. This is like literally the pleasure thing I was saying to you the other mm. day. If you're in your business. You've got like the pleasure and the business side. Yeah. Um, this person is so dreamy that dreamy that occasionally they can get lost in the clouds and don't follow through on their promises. As as a situation, the Knight of Elixirs appears in a reading when a caring and affectionate disposition is needed. Relationships are on your mind, and this card is a good omen for moving to the next level if you are committed or finding an ideal partner if you are looking. Keywords: romantic, chivalrous, delicate, affectionate. You just got like feminine and masculine is what you fucking got. And that's like this is like the balance that mm. you need. Of like, make sure you're doing both. I mean, I, I guess we're talking about it. Too. Love it, love it. There you go. I don't okay. know. Mm. Okay. So, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you got here. You are super young, but so accomplished, <laughs> and just living your best life. Tell us, tell us about it. Okay, so, um, oh, fuck. How did I get here? Like, I will definitely say with a lot of hard work, this year for me, 2020, like the energy of this year for me is all about my words actually love. And funnily enough, I chose this year was going to be about love and connection. So uh, relationships and connection. So more time with friends, more time dating, like more sex, all of that stuff that just like makes lo- like life worth living. Um, and because I definitely wasn't prioritizing that enough middle of last year towards the end I really was but definitely not beginning in middle I was like very business driven now I'm not gonna lie like if you're running your own fucking business you need to have that first year or so where your priorities your business because once your business is set up it then rolls by itself like now I'm in a position where I can have a whole weekend off and it's totally fine Mm. but like last year I could not do that um so how I kind of got here was I mean I obviously I will say that like, it's definitely partly my personality that I have the drive and the ambition. Like I'm not going to, not everybody is blessed with that. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a double Sag, fuck and a Gemini. And I have Capricorn in my seventh house. Just like, this is like fucking is a lot. And I'm a type eight Enneagram and I'm a generator in human design. So. Mm, And I'm a type eight and a manifesting generator. Yeah. (laughs) We we get each other, right? Anyway. So um, I always kind of knew that I wanted I like wanted something big. I used to want to be a singer then I wanted to be a fashion designer. Um, I had a while where I wanted to be like a lawyer because I love like corporate vibes. Yeah. Um, and I like being like, but I actually wanted to be more of like the detective, like Jessica Jones, like go out and like love it. people and like have a gun and that sort of stuff. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then I really like long story short, I fell into the work because I lost my period for ages. Um, I used to fucking hate being a woman. I used to hate my cycle. I used to hate my period. Um, went on the pill for ages. Like literally I actually thought that it was better being a man and that being like, we, we were like, we got the, the bad, what's it called? Barrel of hay or whatever the fucking phrase is as women. Um, then I lost my period for ages. And at first I was like, fuck yes. Like no period. 
And then as time went on, I was like, this isn't good. And I realized it wasn't good because my body just started losing more and more weight without me trying. And I got to a point where like, if you look at old photos, I actually look like anorexic and I wasn't, I was eating more than my dad. Like my parents didn't understand it. Like I was eating like a fucking horse, but it was, it was just going nowhere because when I came off the pill, my body stopped making estrogen and estrogen from women is like your bones, like all your fat cells. Like it's so important for your organs. Mm. Um, and my body wasn't making any of it. So everything just went fucked basically. Um, and the pill can also cause um, all sorts of thyroid issues. So I reckon I had some hyperthyroidism, which is the way your thyroid's too fast. And Absolutely. All mm. Anyway, so then I eventually got my period back. Also, I lost my libido. And then it wasn't until my boyfriend really was like, this is unacceptable. So then I really was like, okay, I actually need to get my fucking libido back because I had a reason to kind of. Um, and then I eventually got it back. And I have done a podcast on this, but I have such a strong belief that he – got my period back because when you're with a man you and like you're having sex it naturally if you're having more orgasms and there's more serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin being released it's going to balance your hormones it's going to reduce your cortisol it's going to calm your nervous system and your body's going to be like oh it's safe for me to have a period so i got my first period back when i was with him and i wholeheartedly believe he played a really big role in that like hormonally um, anyway, and during that process of trying to get my period back, I kind of got to a stage where I was like, you know what, where the fuck has it gone? Like, I'm actually like, all of a sudden it hit me of like, this actually isn't okay. And at the, in the beginning, I was like totally naive about it. And then I started like researching into it and I read Alyssa Vitti's book. Um, oh, what the fuck's it called? Oh, like flow something. I can't remember. Anyway. And it just talks about your period and the different phases of your cycle and what the different phases mean and what you do in them. And I was fucking mind blown. I was actually a bit angry as well at the same time of like, why did nobody fucking teach me this in school? Like we should be taught this shit. So at first there was anger. Most women have anger at first of like, why did nobody tell me this shit? I've been like putting crap in my body for years, AKA the pill, um, because my doctor didn't fucking tell me this. We put all our faith in our doctors, right? Which is really fair enough because they go to uni to study to like help us and then mm. they don't give us all the information. So then came off, uh, then I like was like, whoa, this whole world. Then I started really looking into like periods and cycles, got really obsessed with that. And naturally I went really into feminine energy. Then kind of what happened, like fast forward, like I'm missing out my major details, but whatever. <laughs> in terms of my business model and like how that kind of grew, um, what I started seeing was that a lot of women that were losing their periods actually were disconnected from their feminine energy. And I got my period back for the second time after I lost it from my ski accident. I got it back for the second time because I finally like, like I finally connected to that part of myself really, really deeply. And I actually, um, I, I remember I said on Instagram live one night, guys, I feel like a fraud because I'm here teaching you about your periods and I've lost mine for the second time. And nobody was thinking that. Everyone was like, Monica, you just had a fucking ski accident and been in a hospital. Like, mm. we're not thinking that. You know what I mean? Um, but I obviously was holding on to it. And the next morning, I got my fucking period. And so it made me realize the power of our subconscious and how that affects our cycle. So then it really got me into the whole feminine world and blah, blah. And then since me being more in my feminine, um, my whole cycle's changed. Like, I've gotten, like, bigger boobs. Like, super amazing, right? Like, free boob job. Like, all this <laughs> And natural and perky. And, like, and that's all as a result of just, like, the energy behind these parts. Like, for example, like, when I'm doing breast massage all the time, that is really good for actually, like, having, like, keeping your boobs perky and mm -hmm. all of these 
So um, then I just kind of got into it. And then, I mean, over time, obviously, I just got better and better and better at it. And then I discovered all my psychic gifts and like all these things. And now I'm like so deeply at a point where I was like, holy fuck, this is my purpose. And even my astrology reading earlier this year, she was like, you literally were put on this planet for two things, your job and your personal life. But the mission is to try and find balance between the two, which is always going to feel impossible for you. But like you, you have to be always working on your job. Otherwise you'll feel depressed. And I'm like, that's fucking me to a T. Um, so that's kind of how I got here. Amazing. Amazing. So, and that leads us perfectly into what we really want to talk about in this podcast. And that yeah. is feminine energy. So yeah. for, for everyone listening, I have worked with Monica one-on-one since I think October. So it's been, you know, quite a few months now. And one we of had the a previous- I was skiing, but it's been yeah. like three or so months. Yeah. yeah. And, and one of the biggest transformations, and if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me talk about this. The, the biggest transformation, not only in my, in my business, but also in my personal life has been feminine energy. And mm. I remember one of the exercises that you told me to do was, was writing out what feminine, like what being oh, yeah. feminine meant to me. And all of the words that instantly came to my mind were kind of like powerless and submissive. And that, that was how I viewed being feminine. And now if somebody asks me that question or, you know, talking about, talking about being feminine to other people, it's like powerful, creative, sensual, sexual, like they're all the things that come to mind. So tell us about like the, best. <laughs> the best, right? Like it's been so transformative, like from, you know, breast massage and, you know, yeah. sensual dancing and, and the way you put your moisturizer on, like just how mm-hmm. simple it can really be. So what does feminine energy mean to you and how can we cultivate more of it? Okay. So great question. I want to say firstly, yeah, I used to believe the same thing. I used to believe that feminine was like weak, pathetic, airy, fairy, like, ew. I would just be like, ew. Like, I do not want to be that. Like, yuck. Um, so what feminine energy really is, and the way that I say this is so that I feel like it helps people's brains that are really in their masculine. The feminine is soft, but strong. Like she's graceful, but strong at the same time. And I feel like that helps, helps us to understand of like, we're not saying that you're weak. Like that's when soft doesn't mean weak. It's like warmth. It's like nurturing. It's just, it's just like, Oh, like so fucking beautiful. Right. Like that's, that's, it's like when you see a newborn baby and you just are like, Oh my God, this is God's greatest gifts. Like that's Mm -hmm. a feminine or like a cute puppy and you're like, oh, like your heart melts. That's what feminine energy does to you. So feminine energy is really about like, it's, it's the energy of when a woman walks in the room and she's beaming and she's alluring and she's magnetic and you're just like, there's something about her that I want. That is her feminine energy. That's what it is. Mm, isn't that awesome? And how, what are some things that, I mean, for me personally, I, the way I started to identify the fact that I was, I had an overabundance of masculine energy was <laughs> I was overthinking things, you know, rather than feeling a decision, you know, like to closing your eyes and asking yourself a question and feeling that initial, okay, do I feel expansive or do I feel some sort of contraction in my body? You know, that's being feminine. That's being an intuitive and that's listening to your body. I was just overthinking everything in my mind. So how, how do we know if we have, if we have feminine energy, how do we know if we have an abundance of masculine energy? Like what okay. are things we should look for? 
Okay, this is amazing. So the first thing is that for 90% of women, we have a feminine core, 10% masculine core. So we're just going to talk about the 90% of you that have a feminine core. Mm-hmm. So the, the, how you know if you have a feminine core is like, do you ultimately deep down, even if you don't want to fucking admit it to your ego, do you deep down just want a man to wrap you in his arms? And I'm like, oh, yes. yes. Like that is like the best thing ever, right? Like the mm. best thing. Like when your head is on their chest, the best thing. That's how you know you have feminine energy. And that's how you know you have a feminine core. Now, majority of us don't even realize the abundance of feminine energy that we store like deep inside of us because we have a masculine like shell or an armor around us. And that's caused by inner child wounding. And that's why I always say, and you know this, I always say, there's no, like, no amount of dance is going to make you feminine if you don't get rid of the masculine shit that you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, yes, we have masculine and feminine in us, but like, I actually prefer to say in this society that I like to either be tuning into like my fiery feminine or my sensual, like, like oh, I love that. glamorous feminine. Because for me, if I, if I'm going, Oh, like today I've been really masculine. It automatically creates feeling of shame of like, fuck. Like I've been masculine all day Mm. and then it's like, I'm a failure. Whereas if I'm just like, no, I've just been like fiery girl boss feminine. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And it actually allows me to then stay in that vibration of like, I can then go do something feminine. Like for example, like yesterday I was up to like fucking like one 30, like just, I was working all day and then like one 30 AM. And like, that's a really easy scenario of like, people would then kind of be like, oh, she's been masculine all day. And it's like, actually, no, I've been in flow all day. That's just been more of my fiery feminine, right? But then like tonight, I'm going to like have Netflix and chill and read and like have a bath. And that's then coming into my like sensual feminine. And if I, this afternoon, if I was like, oh, I've been in my masculine all day, it wouldn't make me want to go and be in that sensual version of myself because the shame would like suppress that and make me feel shit about myself. So, um, so wait, what was your question? How do we know if we have feminine energy? Um, yeah, I think it's how, how to identify, you know? Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. So when, when you're really like overly got this like masculine core, it's going to be overthinking. You feel like you're a control freak. Um, and, oh, and a really good example is if you're in a relationship, your boyfriend won't take the reins and choose the date or your partner. He'll like kind of get you to do that because he's actually afraid of you not being happy with the decision because you're a control freak. Um, mm, can relate. Yeah, a lot of men though these days, I was actually in a conversation with someone the other night, a lot of men these days, it's like this now habitual thing of like you choose because they're so used to women being like not happy with their decision, which is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not letting men take the lead because we're not trusting them or actually not trusting ourselves. Um, another example is like you're always in your head, you overthink everything you feel like you're constantly like rushing and doing, you're doing everything. Like you can't just be for a second. You can't receive even in sex. It's like, it's got to be fast. You can't just like marinate in the feeling of like a really good kiss. Um, what other things like when you eat food, like you're not sitting and having that pleasure of the food. You're like kind of scoffing it down. Um, even a really small example is like you get up and you go in the morning. You don't get up and like slowly like be like, what do I feel like doing right now? Um, they're kind of examples of like an overly masculine um, energy. And that tells me like you can obviously fix it because it's all just like a protective armor. Um, but that tells me of like it's actually trying to protect you from like getting hurt. 
and your feminine energy is really deep down. So even if you don't feel like you are feminine, it's pretty much guaranteed that you are um, via that question before. It's just that it's really deep down. Hence, you need to clear the shit in the way so we can get down into the into the nitty gritty. Mm. And I think as well, so a couple of things that um, have sort of come up from that is for those listening that, you know, you, you may be married, you have kids, you're running a household, running a household and being busy is okay. Like it, that doesn't mean that you are masculine all the time. It's just how can we look at things that are happening you know, in our everyday life where we can just flip that a little bit. So for me, for example, it was, you know, everything that you've just said in relation to picking the movie or picking where we eat or things like that. I was always taking that power away from Tom. And, and I remember when you asked me, like, you know, the fact that he does do a lot of the household stuff, like, do you find that attractive? And I was like, I do. Like, I really do love that he takes control of that. And so I was then able to relinquish some control over that and really just find that attractive and find that sexy and just let that go and just be my feminine because I know he's got it. You know, so I think it's um, important to know that you can still be busy because we are, right? Like, especially for those that are listening that are mums, we're busy. Like, we've got kids, households, fucking school drop-offs, school pick-ups, <laughs> all the things in between, you know? Like, it's this morning. I was, like, wanting to have a really flowy morning because this is the only thing I've actually got on today. Mm. And so today was meant to be one of my days off. And yeah. fucking Clementine's screaming and the dog is chewing my fucking crystals. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know? And, and like, that's an example of, like, if you're really in your masculine, that will fuck your whole day. Yeah. But if you're feminine you'll be like lol and you'll just like flow with it like the feminine is so like carefree and chill she okay i will say this she's carefree and chill but she wants the structure from the masculine for example she's not so like okay especially if she's like a fucking girl boss at the same time and has a job and like a fucking Mm. life She's not so carefree that she's happy with someone texting her like with the plans 10 minutes beforehand. She yeah. wants to know the plan. She doesn't care what the fuck you do, but she wants to know the plan the day before so that she can yes. like know her day. So she's not stressing and in her head on overthinking. She knows the plan. That's that. Like I want the masculine to give me that structure so I can stay in flow. And that's why even in, your business, you do need to have an element of structure so that you can stay in feminine flow. And with the whole mum comment and being busy, that's why with my work that I do, it's always an integration. I like, I don't fucking have time to add shit to my to-do list. Fuck that. Mm. Like I'm not making people add a million feminine practices Mm. onto their to-do list I'm actually trying to get you to integrate it into your life like when you're cooking dinner for your family how can you integrate feminine energy into that practice how can it feel good how can it make you feel like turned on and delicious and sensual instead of like a fuck I have to make dinner for the kids kind of process love that and this is and and this this is perfect to go into the next sort of um thing that we can talk about is all those little things so for me the things that i have started to integrate and if if you follow my instagram you probably saw me sexy dancing in my sauna (laughs) i was so proud of that i was like because look it's a it's it's a hard thing like i didn't just have a call with you and then you say okay these are things you can do and bang i did it like it's you know it's strange like and now i'm sexy dancing in the sauna we da- like we all have always had music on but it's you know just those sensual dancing and clementines around and tom's around and we do all of that and even the way you d- i drink my cup of tea like i'm not gulping it down i'm feeling every single 
sips, you know, and the way I put on my moisturizer, the things that I, you know, listening to really sensual music while I'm having a shower, like all of those things have drastically changed my life. And that's just an integration. Like I talk about it in terms of essential oils with people. I'm like, I'm not adding to your to-do list. Like instead of, you know, you just putting your moisturizer on in the morning, just add a few drops of your favorite essential oil, you know, maybe a really feminine essential oil, you know? So what are some other, like, what are your favorite ways to bring femininity into your day? Okay. Favorite ways. So something that I've implemented this year, which cannot be done by everybody, especially if you've got kids. So I will say that. So don't feel bad if you don't do this. Um, is that I now, I now don't schedule my clients until 12 p.m., which is actually so fine, I guess, because, like, I'm in New York, so, like, you guys aren't even fucking awake yet in Australia. So those clients that are American and European, they have the 12 o'clock slots, so then everybody else has the afternoon. Yep. What that means to me is that I can fucking sleep in if I want to. I can do Pilates in the morning. I can read for two hours. I can do my, like, sensual dancing, which is, like, just requires lots of space, which I have here, which is really good. Um, I can do all, like I have a sauna, I can do all those things. So for me, not being rushed in the morning is the biggest, the thing that's changed me the most. Because for me and my like personality type and just my energy, I have a lot of energy always, not always, but majority of the time, like my nervous system and my adrenals gets jacked fucking so quickly it drives me nuts so if i wake up in the morning and then i'm stressed like that's it my whole day's out of whack mm-hmm. so having that slow morning has been like a game changer for me i will say not everybody needs it but i didn't give it to myself every day last week last year sorry and um i was having clients like 6 a.m in the morning and i didn't realize how much it was affecting me until i was in aspen in august and i started waking up in the middle of the night in this really stressed state at like 2 a.m thinking I'd slept through my alarm for my client oh, and it made okay. me realize like, whoa, I'm actually not sleeping because I'm so stressed about sleeping through my alarm. And that's obviously like really not good. I mean, you can do every once in a blue moon, but like generally no. Um, especially, I also want to say that the amount of stress that your husband or partner can go under, that's a man, is completely different to you as a woman. You as a woman, your str- like the amount of stress that your body can take is like fucking minute compared to men. That doesn't mean that we're less than men. We are just, we have a very different DNA structure and a very different biology. So don't try and fight biology because you're actually not going to get anywhere. So play with it, not against it. Um, some of the other things for me is like I make a morning cacao a cup of tea every morning. And again, I drink that really slowly. I really savor it. I journal nearly every morning. Not I don't, have, I don't actually have a really strict routine in the morning. Reason for that being is a routine that's strict is masculine. Absolutely. Instead, I like to have a pile of different things that I want to choose from. And then I choose from them every morning of what I feel like is the best. So I didn't journal for the past two days, but this morning I journaled, I pulled tarot cards. Um, I phoned a friend, I shower, like all that sort of stuff. And then other days it's a little bit more rushy. So it totally depends. Um, so my morning practice is really good. Other things is like Um, I mean, I'm very intuitive and psychic. Most people know that by now. Um, So like pulling cards and I love in the morning or in the evening as well to like do some tapping in and see what I can see and see what I can get. I love doing witchy rituals. Like it's the full moon tomorrow. Um, So I love like doing spells and that sort of stuff. Um, Dancing for me is like my favorite thing. Like really not like 
boppy dancing, like really, really sensual dancing, like very, like Jazz has seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get super down and dirty. I love that stuff. Even when I'm out, like, e- like honestly, even when I'm out with friends, like guy friends included, I will give people lap dances all the time. And not for them, like I know people like, people take it. They're like, fuck yeah, give me one. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, but women are like, what the fuck? Not in like a condescending, like, way like like a how do you have that confidence and the thing is like once you're like so embodied in your feminine energy you're really out of your head and so I don't give two shits what someone else thinks about me when I'm you know doing giving my friend a lap dance he loves it but um it's more actually about that it gives me so much pleasure I love doing it I'm not doing it because I want to like get with him or because of anything for him it's actually all for me so giving your husband or your partner a lap dance isn't about like, oh, then we have to like have sex or whatever. It's actually about your pleasure and it being so hot for you. Um, what else? Uh, okay. That's not, I don't know. There's so many different things. Uh, a million, million things. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's amazing. And I think the key, the key is the integration. Like it's not about adding to your to-do list. And, and the other thing, a few things that have come from that as well. You know, talking about that fluidity in the morning, um, I think is so powerful. It's something that I've started to do a lot more. It's, I've noticed, it's so funny you say this because in the last month I've stopped doing 6am yoga mm. because I just, I feel like I, I want that freedom in the morning. And I'm the same, like I generally don't have much before lunchtime um, because I like to sort of just do my own thing. But it's another reason why inside my membership, inside the calm society when i talk about scheduling and i talk about how we can align with our our cycle the moon cycles and things like that but even to the nitty-gritty like we don't have i don't teach a daily to-do list i teach a master to-do list which is a weekly one because if you get up one day and you you know if you've got a daily to-do list and you write that the night before and it's like okay i've got to do xyz but you just don't want to fucking do xyz and you can think of nothing worse than all of those and you want to do abc or whatever it might be If you've got a master to-do list, you can just look at it and be like, right, I'm feeling this right now. I'm feeling this today. And I think it works so fucking well, especially as a woman. And if you're wanting to cultivate more feminine energy, fuck your daily to-do list. Oh yeah. I have a rule with my, I have, I've got like a planner and I love mess. Like to me, like not a messy house. I love a tidy house, but I love mess in terms of like, it allows me to stay really creative. So my planner is not like a, not like a diary. It's like a to-do list for every day. And, um, uh, like a like an intentions of should I know I need to get done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's always really messy, but I actually love looking at it. It like inspires me. It's fucking weird, but like people look at it like, what the fuck, Monica? But I don't know, it turns me on. Anyway, but I have this like rule that I created for myself. Don't know when I did it. My rule was because I started use I used to put things in my calendar to do. And my rule became that I was always allowed to move shit and I was not allowed to feel shitty for not doing things. So Mm. even in my planner, there's stuff from like Tuesday I haven't done, but I choose to not be like, oh my God, I didn't fucking do it. I'm like, I don't care. Like no one's dead. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. My favorite mantra is no one's going to die. And like the truth is there are some things every day that you have to get done and you can't Mm. then be, so airy fairy of like, oh, it doesn't matter because it does matter. You have to do shit, right? But there's some things where 
you don't need to do them. So why would you stress yourself out when you don't need to fucking do them? Like when there's accounts to pay and bills to pay, yes, pay them. But they can also be a feminine, easy process. You don't have to make it stressful. You can just be like, oh, quick, I'll quickly pay this. It takes five mm. minutes mm. and it's done. Um, so yeah, I'm the same. I have like a weekly thing. And even sometimes I push things from week to week, but mm. there is no guilt about if I have to move something, I have to move something. I'm not allowed to feel guilty. It doesn't fucking matter. No one's going to die. Absolutely. And, and there's a, one of the rules that I've got is I never do something if I have negative energy. Like if I'm feeling shitty or feeling low vibe, absolutely. I'm just like, you're not allowed to create anything. Like you cannot sit yeah. down and do a live. You cannot sit Especially down. Especially pay anything. any bills. Yes. Never pay for something when you're not feeling abundant. Yep. hundred percent. You know, and, and like talking about that, the bills, for example, that we've just, you know, they've just mentioned then, like one of the things that you and I spoke about is logging into your bank accounts in the morning and making that a really feminine thing and being like, I'm so grateful for the fact that I actually have the ability to log into a bank account yep. and that I can see money in there. Like, yep. that's such a beautiful experience. And that, and that can feel that's going to be really triggering for some listeners of like, I cannot fucking do that with like money stuff, but that's because you add so much of a meaning to the numbers in your bank account. Like what I actually, and my clients is like, so what happens is you, all that's in your bank account is actually digits. Mm. Like that's all it's digits. And if you wrote, let's say for example, you had $15,000 in a bank account, right? And it, or let's say you had, okay, let's say you had like $55,223 in a bank account, right? If you saw that on a piece of paper, it wouldn't mean that you'd be like five, five, two, three, three is what you would see. That's it's digits. Right. But for some fucking reason, when we log into our bank account, we create this whole meaning of I have plenty or I don't have enough. Right. Mm. And, and that becomes a stressful thing that really like dampens our mood and dampens our energy. And also it just breeds more scarcity. So what I encourage everyone to do is when you go into your bank account is like close your eyes beforehand. If you need to, like just to train yourself, close your eyes beforehand and you are not allowed to feel anything when you open it like it stays numb because actually like the energy of money is just like you add your own meaning to it right it's actually Mm. neutral Mm. so if you can go in there almost feeling numb over time it will be less triggering and then you can add abundant energy to it of like yay um but in the beginning to even have a neutral energy going into your bank account is like a massive win for some people Oh, absolutely. I mean, I used to feel the same way and it was like, you'd get that like contraction in your stomach, right? Um, But the other thing that that you mentioned um, just before was the dancing and and going out and doing the the lap dances Mm -hmm. for everyone, which which I love. Um, And saying, and and one thing that you said really stuck with me in that is you're out of your head. So it's not about them. It's not about how people feel it's not about how people are looking at you you're just so far out of your head and that's something that that i've noticed and for for people listening that are thinking okay i've got like four kids i run a business my husband like doesn't get home till 7 p.m there's no way i can cultivate this into my life a we've spoken about the integration side of it and b you'll find that when you bring this type of energy into your household shit will just flow like i say that you'll find somehow there'll be more time Absolutely. And this is something that I'm so big on and something that I teach on a lot is managing energy, not managing time. Like we can't manage time. Time is, time is linear. Time is just there. You can't, you cannot manipulate it, but you can change your energy and you'll find that if you're getting, you know, if there's, if there's, you know, for example, if you want more time for yourself and you want, you know, a bath at night and you want your husband to be able to, to take care of kids if they wake up or things like that, when you bring this feminine energy and you're, you know, like you, you, 
you're just embodying that and maybe you are dancing in the kitchen or whatever it might be, they will be so much more receptive. Like they'll be like, yeah, sure. Like I'll take over the kids. Like I promise you it's just, it's, oh, it happens to my clients all the time. Yeah, it's happened to me. It's, it'll, it, I actually had quite a few women actually from my, my November event in New York where they went home, like flew home to their husbands or boyfriends. And like, there wasn't, there was like one day, like nothing much had changed. Right. Like in terms of like, they hadn't seen them that for that long. Mm. And just by the shift energetically in the woman with her being more feminine, all of a sudden he was like, why one chick being like, he brought me a fucking cacao and ran me a bath. And she was like, yeah. how do you even know how to fucking make cacao? Yeah. I don't know. But like somehow it happens all the time where like, where like wives will get home and there'll be like a bath with rose petals in it. And they're like, what's the occasion? He's like, nothing. I'm going to run you a bath. Mm. And she's like, what the fuck? And mm. nothing has changed. They've had no conversations about anything of like, I want more of, of this or whatever. It's actually just been purely for her energy. And like, even for example, my mom's done all, she's done all my programs, my mom. And like, she's working and I mean, I have two younger siblings and a mom still, I don't live at home, obviously. And mm. Uh, she's got like a dog, which is a lot of work, as you would know. Yeah. And her husband, she's also another kid sometimes, you know, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> and trying to run a house. Mm. And she still finds now she finds time and time appears for how to do all these things. Like it just happens. Like people always say to me, somehow I have more time. I don't know how, but I have more time, more time to watch Netflix, more time to have sex, more time to dance. And they don't know what it is. They're not waking up any earlier. Often they're waking up later. Um, Yeah. And for some reason there's more time in the day. And it comes back to the fact that like time is an illusion. Like the time that we talk about is man-made, right? But actual time doesn't exist. So if you are in the present moment and if you're present, it actually will also allow you to be a lot more focused and less scattered. So things get done really quickly. And when you're in your feminine, when you are then like, I'm going to do things that feel good 90% of the time, because we also need to fucking do shit that we hate. Mm. Um, your majority of the time, like I'm going to do shit that makes me feel good. You'll do it well and very fucking quickly. And because of that, and you'll do it, you'll do like one thing at a time very well, very quickly. And because of that, things will get done so fast. Your to-do list will get done so quickly and you'll have more time and you'll almost be bored. I catch myself now these days being like, what should I do? And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, not this week, but other times. And it's like, whoa, because I actually have this blank space now in my mind and in my life Mm. where I get to sometimes not feel it or like, do things that I really want to do in that time. And blank space. Now you've just hit the nail on the head, blank space in a calendar and in your life is so, so important, but there's this ancient Greek methodology and it's called um, like Kiros versus Kronos time. And it's about creating timelessness in your life. And it's basically saying the five minutes that you spend in line waiting for your coffee versus the five minutes that you spend holding your baby for the first time, same fucking five minutes, but feels completely different. And that's what we're creating. Like being in that feminine flow brings and being present brings so much more timelessness that you just hit the nail on the head. Like you have more time for stuff. And this is something that I focus on so much. Um, But I'm teaching about this is it's the same five minutes. It's just about how you cultivate that experience. Totally. And I also feel like when you're in your feminine and when you're not in your head and everything, your, I mean, your confidence will improve tenfold. But what actually I find even deeper than that for myself and for my clients is there's no insecurity. Mm. And that's like really freeing. 
like there's no insecurity of like, why didn't she text me back? Or like, why did she not want to go out for breakfast? Or why didn't he text me back? Or why doesn't he love me? Mm. You're like, okay, bye. Because you're like, I know that I am amazing and not in a cocky way. I know Australia's vibrating higher. Yeah. Not in a cocky way. You're actually just like, you're, you're almost like great. You're not in my Mm. life anymore. Like, I don't want someone that doesn't appreciate me. Bye, Felicia. And like, that's (laughs) that. And there's no overthinking or dwelling. And it also allows you to have such deep trust, which for me is really freeing, knowing Mm. like, okay, well, if this is meant to work out, it will work out. Like, as long as I show up in good energy, as long as I stay on my path and I stay in alignment, everything will work out so perfectly. And that's like, that is like, to me, the most like, peaceful thing that you can give yourself and the best gift of knowing like everything's going to work out like how freeing is that oh like we were speaking about in our session surrendering and just knowing that it's all going to work out it's oh it's indescribable like having that feeling. it literally is it's like the best feeling yeah i mean you like feeling in our voices you're like oh yeah i know i know um so before before we wrap up i would love to ask you when you find yourself perhaps not you know, being in that energy, perhaps it is your masculine, perhaps it is your second guessing, however that looks for you. Can you share with us what, how that happens for you? And then what are your favorite strategies to realign that energy? Okay. Did you say how it happens to me? Yeah. Okay. So how it will generally happen is that I've had a really crazy work week. Yeah. It'll always be work related. Um, I'm really secure and like my attachment style is very secure now in relationships. It's never really that stuff. I don't overthink now with people. Um, and even in business, I don't really overthink. I'm pretty fucking carefree to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it will happen is like it, it the, the way it will happen is through my business. Mm-hmm. I mean, my biggest challenge is, is finding that, that quote unquote balance or integration with my personal life and my business. Um, cause I love it so much. And like, for example, even this week I'm watching my new website and it's been so fucking slow. It's a month overdue. I'm so frustrated by it and I'm trying not to get frustrated by it, but I'm like, I wanted to launch it today. Where the fuck is the developer? It's a Friday. Why is he not replying to Shelby? And like that gets me in my head because I'm like, I've paid so much money for this. Where the fuck is my website? And it gets me really like annoyed sometimes. Um, It'll generally be through my business if I have a lot on. And that's rarer these days because I have someone working for me full time. So like she takes most of the blow in terms of like the stress. Um, Well, because like the work that she does isn't stressful to her, but it's stressful to me. And that's why you got to have that like different person. Right. And, and whatnot. Anyway, so when things are really busy is when I'll get in my head because I start rushing and then I start rushing and I'm thinking and I'm timing things and I'm looking at the clock a lot and that's how I get in my head. And then the way that I get myself back into my body is always like, is always, sorry, the way that I get myself back into my feminine is things that get me into my body. So the mistake that I actually was saying to a client the other day that she was doing in her relationship was like, she'll have a moment of like overthinking or, or um, like, do I love him enough? Like, what am I doing? I'm not sexy enough for him, all that crap. And then her husband will be like, okay, like go sort your shit out because they're like doing work together. And um, it's just her ego, right? And then she'll go to her room and like talk to herself. And that's not what you want to do because then you start overthinking more and more and more and more. Instead, what you want to do is get into your body. So for me, that's like dance, baths, um, 
like movement, even sweating in like a sauna, like sitting there and like surrendering to the fact that it's like kind of painful. Like for me, it is like sweating <laughs> 20 minutes. I'm like, Oh my God, this is a death sentence. Um, like that gets me really, that gets me really into my body because I have to be out of my head because my head is the thing that's telling me get out of the sauna. Like you're too hot. And I'm like, I'm fine. Um, so that's really good. And then I'll be really honest. Like I, my brain is always just like going because I have so much energy in me. And like the one thing that switches me off besides like dance, but if I want to relax is actually Netflix. Mm. Like, and I'm not ashamed to say that whatsoever. And oh, some no. people, yeah. people say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should always be like, like Tony Robbins is very like, you should always be learning. Like don't waste your time with Netflix. And I'm like, are you kidding? It's so important for your brain to turn off. And for me being able to like make dinner eat dinner and then like just sit on the sofa and like cuddle and watch Netflix is like the best thing ever because it turns my brain off and I, I can just get absorbed into somebody else's world. Mm. Um, what, are you, what are you watching on Netflix at the moment? Um, I was watching Jessica Jones when I was in skiing, um, which I love. I love action movies. Um, yeah. But um, I finished it last night, but it wasn't Netflix. It was like Apple TV. They have a show here. It's actually very interesting. It was about a sexist workplace. It's oh. called The Morning Show. It was very interesting because I actually, when I was watching the beginning of it, I then kind of mentioned it in a podcast and the beginning of the series made it sound like the man that was like the TV host was wrongly accused of sexual assault. Turns out he wasn't. He was like raping chicks basically. Oh my and God. Yeah, it was really interesting because, like, it was. I actually was like, that was a crap show because the way they portrayed it was like really, like they should have showed you at the beginning that he was in the wrong. Because to be honest, it was very confu- It was actually really confusing because like half of the show is like he's in the right, and like the second wave of the Me Too era. Basically, what the in the beginning of the show, basically what it was showing was the second wave of the Me Too era has meant that all these men are being wrongly accused. And I am totally on board with that in that people are like men are being wrongly accused or like, or like a man is opening the door for a woman and a woman's like sexual assault. And it's like, that's not fucking sexual assault. That's just a man wanting to be a nice human to you. Mm, yeah. um, that second wave. And so in the beginning, they were kind of like basically being like the second wave has meant that all these men have lost their jobs when they shouldn't have lost their jobs, which is actually correct for a lot of cases. But then as it went on, it turns out that he like actually raped a chick. And so I was just like, this is fucking stupid because you've like flipped the script now. And I actually thought that the guy was a good guy and he's so not a good guy at all. So that was actually a crap TV show. So don't watch that. It had a really, it had like Jennifer Aniston in it, Reese Witherspoon. Oh. And then it also had the guy from Date Night. Do you remember that movie, Date Night? Oh, was yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's in it. So a really good lineup. But I'm like, guys, I would not abide by that script. Anyway, and then she OD'd and killed herself, the, the shit that got raped. It was oh, just, gosh. like, so morbid. It was so morbid. I was like, this is not a vibe. So, yeah, I don't know what to watch on Netflix now. I'm like, fuck, which I hate. I hate not having a show to watch on Netflix because now I'm like, I have to choose something and I yeah. don't decisions because making decisions is masculine. I leave it all up to Tom, but then, like, he'll put something on and then I'm like, I don't want to watch this. And I'll do it, like, five <laughs> times in a row and he's like, for fuck's sake, just pick the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> oh god leaving it up to you i'm in my feminine <laughs> that's like so, yeah i don't like any of those like viking shows i fucking hate them oh, Game of Thrones? Like, 
No, nah, don't like him. Don't oh. like him. Yeah, I, I've never actually watched it. Like, no Harry Potter. I don't like any of that oh, stuff. Oh, Harry Potter? So as, oh. long as, as long as no one puts that vibe on, then I'm pretty much happy. And, like, I, I love action. And, like, most guys love action. So they're, like, I'm, like, choose action and then I'm fucking happy. As long as there's a sex scene in the action, then I'm happy. Basically. I love action, but also Harry Potter. Come on. You might never be seen it. Maybe you didn't, like grow up with as much Harry Potter as I did. I did. I actually remember like my dad, like trying to make me read it when we were living in Scarsdale in New York. So I would have been like four or five. And I think I actually read like a first, I actually remember sitting in his bed, actually full. I remember this sitting in their bed and like reading a chapter and be like, fuck this. I'm out. Like it was so boring (laughs) and I did not like it. And then like never picked it up. So there we go. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Thank you so much for joining us. Now, you've got so much coming up. You've got your certification. You've got your mastermind. You've got New York. Tell everyone all the things. Okay. When will this episode come out? Because that will determine what's going to be In a couple of weeks. Okay. So, masterminds. Okay. Masterminds probs already started, but if it hasn't, it starts the last, uh, like the 21st of February. So that's my feminist fuck mastermind. It's been going on for about a year and it's all like about confidence, boundaries, people pleasing, letting your man lead, um, money and sex, like a bit of sex stuff. Then that's set, that, that, that's a seven week group and one-on-one program. Then I have my badass bitches Academy, which is like feminine business stuff. And also a lot in there is like um, trauma release and clearing your blocks because if you don't clear all that crap, your business is not going to thrive. And then I got my certification, which is exactly what it sounds. Basically, you learn how to do everything that I do with my clients, all the trauma release, all the reprogramming, all the womb activation, sexual trauma stuff. And that goes for 18 months. That's a long but amazing program. And we do three days in London, which is also going to be awesome. And then I've got my New York March event, which starts... um, it's the 14th to the 16th of March. And that is my like three day immersion. And like, I actually can't even describe it because it's fucking out of control. But basically the way that I can kind of say is like, it's the best way to do so much deep healing and deep release work where you feel like you've had like, oh, and you'll be shitting your brains out, literally pooing. I say this to all the girls when they come and they do because you're clearing so much that so much is coming out. You will actually feel like you're leaving like 10 kilograms lighter because you just let so much shit go. Um, So that's for three days and like it's my favorite. Like I fucking love it. It's out of control. So that's what I got. So exciting. And when does your certification start? It starts um, in April. The date hasn't been – oh, it actually has been. It's like the pink full moon moon in April. Um, I think that's when it is. I can't remember. But it starts in April and it goes for 18 months. So it goes to like the middle-ish of next year. So exciting. Well, thank you so much for joining us. As I mentioned at the start, feminine energy has just been such a huge part of my personal life and business, especially over the last few months. Um, Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, If you would like to go and follow Monica, which you absolutely should be on Instagram, (laughs) it's at Monica Yates Health. Um, and your website is it Monica Yates? MonicaYates.com.au. Now, oh, if you okay. click either.com or .au, you'll get redirected. But um, either the two work, yeah. Amazing. And she's got all the information about how you can work with her on there as well. But thank you so much for joining us. This has thank been such an us. such an epic episode. Um, and for everyone listening, uh, this podcast is going to be launched in Feb, which means there is still time for you to join my group coaching. Um, mastermind as well that will be launching in the middle of next month um, the calm society membership will also be opening early march so that is for women who are just seeking a little bit more a little bit more control a little bit less chaos a little bit less fucking hecticness in their <laughs> life so that's opening early march as well so make sure you head to my website to check that out www.thecalmcompound.com.au 
and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us this week on the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.thecalmcompound.com.au, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, that's great too. It all counts. If you liked this episode and want to deep dive on this particular topic, then you might want to check out my coaching options. Just head to my website, click on work with me and follow the prompts. Thanks again for listening. And I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. Thanks guys.